Julian Edlow here for DraftKings. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Conference tournaments, Final Four, to win it all, you name it, it's all available on the DK Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code ROSS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort located in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 160 68 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. You're tuned in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Guiding your gridiron journey, none other than your host, former NFL lineman, Ross Tucker. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker football podcast. It is a Monster Monday presented, of course, as always, by DraftKings. It's your boy, Ross Tucker, with you, and we are heading into the postseason, and I am fired up. Most of you know I played seven years for five teams. Thank goodness, because it gave me the opportunity to call games on television for CBS and national radio for Westwood One. I got a double header next weekend. I'm beyond fired up for. Should be amazing. I'll tell you a little bit more about that a little bit later in the week. So many podcasts, so many shows, 25 minutes or less for the most part. Emery Hunt and I are going to break down tonight's college football national championship like no other including picks against the spread, all the top prospects. We're going to get you right for tonight on the College Draft Podcast. Of course, we'll have Even Money with Steve Fezzik tomorrow, Fantasy Feast with Joe Dolan on Wednesday. Then you've got a little bit later on the week, the Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt. And we are still daily here on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast through the Super Bowl. We're going nowhere. You get five days of me spread the word winner via social media i love at ross tucker nfl at ross tucker pod you know i like to specify who the winner will be i'm gonna the winner is gonna be someone that replies to our live stream we are now live streaming this show i'm sure some of you have noticed it twitter or instagram or facebook is it on tiktok jack not yet. It's only Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Okay, I knew there was one more. Anyway, reply to the live stream with like, this is awesome. Love being able to watch this live right here on social media. You got a great chance to win one of these amazing press passes I got from this season or the two I'm getting upcoming this weekend, which are going to be epic. Absolutely epic. You know how I feel about our sponsors Can't do it without them. Can't lose with them. Need them. Anyway, West Shore Home, there's a bunch of really good ones. Just make sure when you take advantage of whatever they are, you email it to me, 
Ross at RossTucker.com. And then the YouTube shout-out is always pretty cool. YouTube.com slash RossTuckerNFL. You guys make it so much easier when you just subscribe, thumbs up, and then reply to a video and say, I just want the video, Ross. I just want the cameo-style shout-out video. That uh, is very, very helpful. Patron of the day, Jordan Piper. We're still getting patrons. I love it. Patreon.com slash RT Media. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. All right, Ross, what were your overall themes from Week 18 across the NFL? So one for sure, Jack, and I talked about this last week a little bit. I definitely talked about it a lot when I filled in on the Dan Patrick Show on Friday. The incentives for these guys. And these guys trying to hit their incentives. So funny to see Jadeveon Clowney hit his sack incentive and get $750,000. Or Chris Jones hit his sack incentive for the Chiefs and get $1.25 million. It's just hilarious. Like, no matter how much money these guys have made, and both those guys have made a lot, that's a lot of money. And that's very, very exciting when you cash in on that incentive. The dances by these guys. How about the next-gen stat that you posted last night, Jack, at Ross Tucker Pod, that that was like the second fastest Chris Jones has been all season when he was sprinting to the sideline to celebrate his, his sack incentive. So there's a lot of playing time incentives. There's statistical incentives. I think there's pros and cons of incentives. I know Andrew Brandt talked about that on social media, as well as his podcast this week. I have once hit my incentive. It was significant. It was 80% playing time. And it was honestly one of my proudest accomplishments in the NFL. That's number one. Number two, man, I think they get criticized a lot. And I understand why. I want to give the NFL some kudos for the schedule this weekend. How about the Saturday games? I mean, Steelers-Ravens was a very compelling, hard-fought game. Steelers trying to punch a playoff ticket, which they did. They needed help after that. But the Steelers obviously doing everything they could on Saturday. But that was a compelling, fun game. The Saturday night game, Texans-Colts, winning your in. That was so fun and enjoyable to watch. And then even last night, the Sunday night standalone game at... 8 o'clock, Dolphins-Bills came down to the very end. That's what we're looking for, right? Compelling matchups with something on the line. Thought they did a really good job. I thought they deserved some kudos for that. The, uh, and by the way, we got some juicy rematches coming next week, too, out of this, right? I mean, you've got Tyreek Hill back in Kansas City. You've got Matthew Stafford back in Detroit. I may or may not be at both of those games. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, awesome. Juicy rematches. Looking for it. How about the backups and resting starters? You know, that debate will never end. But then when you have guys get injured, like Sam Laporta for the Lions or A.J. Brown for the Eagles, then that conversation is going to rear its ugly head or whatever you want to see. And so that that happens. But I like seeing some of the backups get a chance and play well, make the most of it. Arthur Smith has already been fired. We will have more 
as soon as today, I'd be surprised if Ron Rivera is not fired by noon. That one seems like a done deal. And then there's others that will come down the pike a little bit later. Speaking of Arthur Smith, I'm actually going to make that my Labatt take of the week. It's presented by Labatt Blue Light, the pristine Canadian Pilsner. Enjoy your beers together so you can live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. I thought that was a total Bush League move by the Saints scoring that touchdown. Total Bush League. And I know what their comments are going to be or their replies. If you don't want him to score, then stop him. Or he was just being a good teammate. First of all, have a little class. Show a little respect for your opponent. Like I'm wearing like an Army-Navy thing today. Do you think those teams would ever score in that situation against their opponent? Of course not. And credit, by the way, to Dennis Allen, who knew better, who called a kneel down, knew the game was over. Two more kneel downs, it's over. Dennis Allen knew. But even if you want to have that debate about they can still score or whatever, you can't do it out of victory formation. That is a horrible idea for so many reasons. As an offensive lineman, do you think we want D lineman now to fire off the ball in those situations, to dive at our legs in those situations, which now maybe they'll do because they don't know if it's really victory formation or it's not. Even if you think it's the right thing to do to try to score there, which I do not, you cannot do it out of victory formation. By the way, bad look for Dennis Allen that the players went rogue and went against what he asked for. Not, not a good look. What is a good look, Jack? is getting some DiGiorno pizzas. Whether you're hosting game day or movie night, DiGiorno knows that planning a watch party on a budget isn't easy. You need the perfect setting, the perfect squad, and the perfect eats. Luckily, you're a game time mastermind, and you know that grabbing DiGiorno classic crust pizza can bring home a W because it's packed with half a pound of cheese, sauce, and other toppings comes at an incredible price. Make the game-winning call and grab a DiGiorno classic crust pizza from the grocery store today. It's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. All right, Ross, we'll start. Pittsburgh, they get by against Baltimore's backups, but they do lose T.J. Watt to an MCL sprain. I feel like I always wanted to say that, by the way. I'm, like, so happy they're a sponsor. It's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. Like, I've been dying. Like, I don't know why I always wanted to say that, but, like, that's – that is one of the best lines in advertising. Like that, how ingrained in your brain is that, Jack? All right, we got to hustle here. <laughs> Listen, the Steelers pounded the run game early for the touchdown. Najee Harris carried the load. That's what the Steelers thought they were getting from him. The weather was a huge factor. I was actually home. So be, right before the game started, I was out sledding with my daughters. It's only like an hour north of Baltimore. So it was very close to being an epic snow game because we got probably five or six inches here in central Pennsylvania where I live. So that could have been awesome. Instead, it was freezing rain, which is like the worst. It reminded me, I said this on social media, Jack, at Ross Tucker NFL, of every Raven Steelers game ever. The Deontay Johnson touchdown was the, was the game. I mean, that was the game. That, that was the 71 or whatever it was, your touchdown. That was the entire game. The Gus Edwards fumble was critical. That led to the Steelers getting the two-score lead. Mentioned Clowney getting the sack incentive. The, the, the Steelers, highly unlikely to have T.J. Watt on Sunday in Buffalo. That's bad. 
That's, I mean, he is their best player by a lot. Obviously, the Ravens rested Lamar Jackson and, and most of their star players. Houston, they clinch a playoff berth, hanging on to beat the Colts 23-19. C.J. Stroud's incredible, bro. I mean, he is good. The throws he makes, he is way better than I thought he was at Ohio State. Way better. I mean, first of all, not only does he start the game with the bomb, but then he's clutch. He makes the plays that they need to make late to win games all the time. And, and by the way, even without Noah Brown, Nico Collins, I mean, I don't know, he's definitely a top 20 wide receiver this year. Is he top 10? Had a huge game, had a huge year. The Colts not able to take advantage of a nice game by Jonathan Taylor. I think Steichen, even though he disagreed, he would deny it. I think he probably regrets using that timeout. And then you throw the ball to Tyler Goodson. He was open, right? Not a good throw by Minshew. Goodson feels like he should have caught it. I don't have a huge issue with the play call. The guy was wide open. Tampa Bay does just enough to get by Carolina, winning the NFC South 9-0. Jack, I, I don't know how people are Carolina Panthers fans. I mean, DJ Chark is going in for a touchdown, no problem. And then he extends the ball, which he didn't need to do. And Antoine Winfield Jr., incredible, incredible, like season-changing play by Antoine Winfield Jr. to come in there and Tomahawk chop that ball out. If you're DJ Chark, you can't do that. But incredible play by Antoine Winfield Jr. The Bucks. I mean, Baker Mayfield looks beat up. They had to settle for field goals. They did not look real good for the second game in a row. And the Panthers, they, they have an unbelievable ability to consistently do the things that bad things do. Like DJ Chark play. How about the illegal procedure on the Speedy Blackshear touchdown? That's a Philly kid, Archbishop Wood. How, how do you have illegal procedure on that touchdown? They, they scored zero points. They scored two touchdowns, and they scored zero points. Get that through your head. Cincinnati ends the season over 500, beating the Browns 31-14. Joe Mixon, big game. Browning was solid. How about our guy, Yossi Vosh? Jack, that's a good guy to have, uh, to have on the show. He had two touchdowns, and I don't know. They say that the Bengals might franchise tag T. Higgins. We'll see whether or not... They do that, but if they don't, Yossi Vosh might be that next receiver. And uh, I don't know if he, he's not T. Higgins, I don't think, but he's shown enough that he might be able to make a bunch of plays for them next year. I'll be curious to see how that goes. The Browns rested their starters. Jeff Driscoll, not real good. Detroit beat the Vikings 30-20. So the good news for Sam Laporta is he broke the rookie tight end record. The bad news is he got hurt. And I doubt he'll be able to play Sunday night. That is a gigantic loss. Now, I think if you're the Lions, I have no problem with them playing their guys. You never know. Look, the Eagles did lose. And the Cowboys could have. And the, the, the Lions could have gotten two home playoff games out of it. So I get it. I don't have, I'm not going to like hot take it. I don't have a huge problem with Laporta playing, but that is obviously unfortunate and could be the difference in the game against the Rams. 
Golf had another big day, especially getting the touchdown to Amon Ra St. Brown, who's incredible. Speaking of big day, Justin Jefferson, good gracious. If I'm a Lions fan, I'm scared to death about Matthew Stafford, Puka Nakua, and Cooper Cup coming in and chucking the ball all over the rock against that secondary. They, they let Jordan Addison get behind him, Cam Sutton. But, of course, the Nick Mullins interceptions stopped the Vikings from actually making the comeback. The reality is the Lions need Aiden Hutchinson to be awesome. He's been awesome. He needs to continue to be awesome. They need him to against the Rams on Sunday night. The Bill Belichick era in New England appears to end with a 17-3 loss to the Jets in snowy New England. Right. Love snow games. That's a perfect example right there of like, who would want to even look at that game unless it's the snow? Then it's just like, you can't help but watch. It's interesting to watch. Belichick making Mac Jones the number three quarterback, you know, knowing like it's his last game and like wanting to, that tells me something. I don't care what anybody says about the relationship between Bill Belichick and Mac Jones. The fact that like he kind of wanted to give him that dig in the last play. Uh, I do think it was Belichick's last game. The Jets ended that 15-game streak. Bailey Zappi sacked seven times. Patriots, I think the first three picks in the NFL draft will all be quarterbacks. I don't know who they'll be, but I think, number one, whether it's the Bears or some other team at one, and I do think Washington and New England are both taking quarterbacks. They need quarterbacks. Brees Hall, huge day for the Jets. 36 carries. What a season for him, by the way. With a bad O-line, bad quarterback play, off of an ACL. Shout out Brees Hall. New Orleans gets a win, but not a playoff berth, while Arthur Smith ends his Falcons tenure with a loss. Heineke inactive, so Ritter started. Ritter started fast. Ritter was awesome in the first half. The Falcons had the lead, but then the second half was Ritter. Bad interception, absolutely terrible throw on fourth and goal to Bijan Robinson, who was open for a touchdown, threw it late, threw it behind him. Ritter's not a starting quarterback in the NFL. The Falcons need to find one of those, which, by the way, is one of the reasons why I kind of thought they might give Arthur Smith another year. I mean, he never even had a top 20 quarterback. Give the guy a chance, I feel like. Kendra Miller, A.T. Perry, a nice game for the Saints. Saints actually have some younger skill that might be good moving forward. Tennessee plays spoiler, knocking out Jacksonville 28-20. Hmm, in a meaningless game for the Titans. No such thing. Derrick Henry had an awesome game, and I thought it was a nice touch by the Titans letting Henry have the mic and talk to Titans fans in the stadium after the game. Just such an awesome, awesome player for so long in that city. And maybe he's not done there. You know, maybe he still has more value there than he would to any other team. For the Jags' epic collapse, to go from 8-3 and three to missing the playoffs, epic collapse. You know, the goal line stand was the key. Trevor Lawrence audible to that quarterback sneak, thought he could reach the ball over. He's done that a bunch. He was just a little bit too far, and somebody got his legs. You know, I don't think he told the offensive lineman what he was doing. I think he just did that on his own, and so one of the D linemen was able to get Lawrence's legs. If the O-line blocks wedge blocking, I don't think the D lineman hits Lawrence's legs, and I think he does reach the ball over. 
So I want more clarity on that, that he just missed Calvin Ridley for a bomb that would have tied it late. And then he came up small on multiple fourth downs late in the game. Seattle squeaks by Arizona 21-20, but it's not enough to get a wild card bid. Awesome fake field goal touchdown for Arizona. Did you see that? Where they ran the snapper, I mean the uh, punter, and the field goal kicker on. So like Seattle was all discombobulated. I love that play. That like somebody will steal that. That was genius. Then Kyler Murray throws it to McBride. Really, the what jumped out to me. Obviously, James Conner had a nice game again. But what jumped out is Geno Smith again takes them down the field for the touchdown and the two point conversion. Kudos to Geno Smith for that game winning drive. I think he set the record maybe for game winning drives in one season. Might have been just for the Seahawks. I can't imagine that's for the NFL, but I don't know. At any rate, Matt Prater, what's the deal? He missed a 43-yarder where the Cardinals could have gone up by 10, go up by two scores, they would have won the game. And then he misses the game winner late. That's a bad loss for the Cardinals because Prater is supposed to be one of your better players as a kicker. Green Bay locks in the seventh seed with a 17-9 win over the Bears. They did it again, man. They did it again. Jordan Love is legit. He lit up the Bears defense. Meanwhile, Justin Fields took too many sacks. Just not good enough. All the momentum after the Falcons game kind of went out the window after the Packers game. You're only as good, in the fans' opinion, as your last game. I think that last game was bad enough that I think the Bears might take a quarterback now. Aaron Jones had a big game. He's been on a roll lately for the Packers, which they desperately need going into the playoffs. Packers defense stepped up. I mean, they've been bad. They've been bad, bad. And they'll probably get torched by the Cowboys, but they were good against that Bears offense. Chiefs and Blaine Gabbert win a low-scoring effort against the Chargers, 13-12. Already talked about Chris Jones getting the sack instead of Easton Stick actually ran for a bunch of yards, passed for a bunch of yards. Stop me if you've heard this before, Jack. The Chargers settled for a bunch of field goals because that's what they do. And really, the 97-yard fumble return for a touchdown by Mike Edwards, I mean, that was the whole game. 13-12 game, you get a 97-yard. That's what? At least a 10-point swing. Las Vegas gains a final win, but Antonio Pierce's future isn't solidified. 27-14. He's getting hired. I mean... The, the, Mark Davis is not hiring somebody else. Like, you heard it here first. He's going to be the coach. Uh, Aiden O'Connell played one of his better games. Even with Josh Jacobs out, Zamir White really carried the load. That's another positive for the Raiders. I don't, I don't think they go into next year with only Aiden O'Connell at quarterback, but Zamir White, that's a positive. Thought Stidham was, I don't know, up and down, I guess, for the Broncos. I'll give them that, up and down. You know what's never up and down, Jack? Ordering on DoorDash. You guys know I make picks on Fridays for this game. Make it easier on yourself. Order on DoorDash. Now you can root for my picks while your food and drinks are on the way. That means burgers, chips, dips, soda, pizza, wings, so much more delivered straight to your door. Philadelphia collapses on the road while A.J. Brown leaves early, 27-10. So the Eagles had no answer for the Giants' blitz whatsoever. They were helpless on defense. I thought Tyrod Taylor played really well, even after he hurt his hand and DeVito came in 
for a little bit. Then the Eagles hurt DeVito. They should have not hurt DeVito. They should have let DeVito stay in the game because Dyrod Taylor killed him. Eagles lost. Sidney Brown torn ACL. A.J. Brown, Cam Jurgens, Reed Blankenship. Jalen Hurts hurt his finger. Sports Injury Central was all over that. They didn't have DeAndre Swift or Devontae Smith to start the game. And uh, as I said on the Ross Report social media, I don't have really anything positive to say about the Eagles in that game other than it's over and they can move on. Carson Wentz ends the season on a high note for the Rams, being the 49ers 21-20. Thought he played solid. How about them running Carson Wentz 16 times? That says something about something, including the game-winning touchdown. Then he had the two-point conversion. Late in the game, Sam Darnold had the final fumble, which was a, a typical Sam Darnold play. I mean, I feel like he fumbles a lot. Although I thought both he and the running backs that were playing for the Niners did some good things. Puka Nakua broke both rookie wide receiver records, yards and catches. Rams special teams, by the way, not great. They need to be better than that in the playoffs. Dallas captures the NFC East title in Ron Rivera's likely final game, 38-10. Thought the commanders fought for a while. You know, I mean, they took a 10-7 lead. They were giving the, the Cowboys a game, but Dak Prescott was nearly flawless. I mean, he's had a fantastic year. Credit where it's due. CeeDee Lamb racks up another big game uh, in a season with a ton of them. And as you referenced, Jack, changes are coming to Washington. Lots of them. They'll probably take a quarterback at number two. Sam Howell kind of missed his window or opportunity to show that he should be the guy. And there's a lot of talk that they want Belichick, which would be really interesting. Buffalo gets the two seed in the AFC. Miami falls to the sixth seed with a 21-14 Bills victory. Huge win for the Bills. I mean, gigantic difference between the two seed and whatever they would have been, the seventh seed going back to Miami. No Waddle, no Mostert, no Xavier Howard for the Dolphins. Bills overcome a 14-7 fourth-quarter deficit. Josh Allen showed it all. All the fantastic, phenomenal plays, but he also had three turnovers. The end of the first half, Brain fart, whatever you want to call it. But late in the game, he got it done late. And, of course, the Deontay Hardy punt return touchdown was the single biggest play of the game. I think we're done here. Thanks for tuning in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also check out Even Money, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft, all on the DraftKings Network, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. Shout out to MyFrontPageStory.com. Dudes, it's time. Valentine's Day, about a month away. Just get it over with. So you don't even have to think about what you're going to get your, your significant other for Valentine's Day. Just get them a story all about them or your marriage or your relationship. MyFrontPageStory.com. I guarantee it'll be her favorite Valentine's Day gift she's ever gotten. Then you got BackOfficeScheduler.com. Probably wouldn't get her that for Valentine's Day. SteakhouseSports.com, HumanHeadNYC.com, Sportaculture, Pizza Boy Brewing. I think we're done here.